0: Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live.
1: Good evening wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Saturday Night Live, Real News Live on Saturday night. Saturday night live. Thanks for being here. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Barra in Seattle, Washington, and going sort of around around the horn, as they say in baseball, to my stage right, my immediate left is the amazing the intelligent the man you cannot spend three hours in a car with without coming away smarter dr brooks agnew somewhere out in the carolinas brooks how are you this wonderful saturday night
2: absolutely fabulous it was a great day at uh speedway harley-davidson live music free food can't get better than that
1: live music free food and motorcycles i saw you yeah
2: lots of motorcycles yeah
1: yeah i got the pictures great um immediately below him kitty corner for me somewhere east of california is the inimitable intrepid cub reporter is no longer a cub you're not jimmy olson tv's blake wally blake how are you doing it's been a few weeks how you doing bud oh we lost your audio your audio cut
2: out <laughs> oh my gosh your
1: signal, your signal is solid there's your background there's your background. Blake was trying to get his black background up.
2: So we have Blake, to make a choice Blake now. appears All to be on Lord, a seven-minute
1: delay. Not a seven-second, but a seven-minute delay. There goes the background. Blake, you got you got bars. You're strong. I just can't hear you. I can hear him 10 seconds ago. I can hear you 10 seconds ago. Okay, I,
0: how's that? Is that working? There you are.
1: Now you're there. <laughs> right. Well, good evening. How are Fantastic. you tonight?
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, hopefully the technical difficulties are out of the way for the rest of the show. Yes. It was great yes. to be here, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, we didn't. I was just, uh, nothing was coming out. So here I am. First Avenue.
1: <laughs> first Avenue. Is
0: Avenue.
1: That, first Avenue. That's not the club in Minneapolis. Is it the first Ave. Is
0: that what that is? That is. Yeah. First they Avenue on. Minneapolis. Rocking my Wolves shirt. This is the first time I've ever worn a Timberwolf shirt, and it's the first time that I've ever been more excited about the Timberwolves than the Vikings. so. But I am very disappointed with the uh, the First Avenue and uh, the decision against Dave Chappelle. We can get to that later, but it's great to be here.
1: Let's talk about that in the culture segment. That was absolutely ridiculous. Also, the First Ave where Prince played Purple Rain, the live version that went into the movie and added a bunch of flourishes and embellishments to it, actually did it live. There's a live recording at the first half of him doing that. I saw Cheap Trick there. Um, and uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the um, the team that drafted Kevin Garnett in 1995 with the fourth overall pick, and then followed that up the next year by drafting, um, could have drafted Kobe Bryant. They ended up drafting, um, oh, God, who's the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> Supersonics player? Ray, what's his name? Uh, oh, Ray, Ray Allen? Bucks. Ray Allen. And then traded him for fucking stefan marbury okay the, the minnesota timberwolves should have won two or three nba championships back in the day but they traded away ray allen kobe bryant take your pick either way you would have once you would have won nba championships candace white sorry sorry blake what
0: oh i just said they could have got uh, steph curry too that was one of the yeah, big ones yeah.
1: well, it's a little steph steph curry and i don't know this new nba i don't i don't know You're not allowed to play perimeter defense. I don't know even what this game is anymore. Uh, Candice White, who doesn't care about any of that stuff, is joining us from somewhere in Montana. Candice, Candy, how are you doing tonight? (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) I'm fine. It's good to be here. I'm glad we're back uh, so that we can have some fun and and, uh, lighten the load of everybody because the last couple of weeks have been hell on wheels, and that is an understatement. So. Yeah, we're all uh surviving but uh it's been kind of nice weather a lot of thunderstorms but uh kind of like that fresh air (laughs) yeah
1: so they've been um, a difficult few weeks for me i lost my little kitty aurora i had to send her to heaven and it was really really sad and it continues to be sad but i had i had some uh i had a group of friends who do a psychic reading group um They went in and and they they said, okay, we're gonna try to talk to this guy's cat. And she came back with, they came back with notes about Christmas lights, about fireplaces, about uh, racing cars on TV, and tall grass. And, And it's like all of these things are connected to Aurora's life. I, about 10 years ago, I don't like sleeping in the pitch black. So about 10 or 15 years ago when I got her one christmas i just didn't take my i have christmas lights usually uh, uh like just on the floor or around the windows at christmas time and i just left them up so when they get christmas lights from when they're trying to communicate with my cat and she knows that my bedroom that that has been her whole life fireplace she loved the fireplace uh racing cars on tv all the time every weekend including today so it's it's it, it, it buoys me to find out that she's still there, that she's still out there and that she's still communicating. That means she still exists at some plane, at some level. And that um, is one of the few things that's relieved my grief in the last three weeks. Now, having uh, done a bunch of that sad stuff, let's now talk about um, some changes that I kind of want to make that we talked about uh, the guys here earlier. Um, I think this is going to be the last Saturday Night Live for a while. The problem with that is that I, I love doing shows with Candace. I love doing shows with Brooks, and I love doing shows with Blake. So what I've asked everybody is to do Friday Night Frolics instead. So we're going we're gonna to make Blake come up with some new intro for Friday Night Frolics. <laughs> He's got a job, Blake. Uh, I'll have to send you some PayPal money. <laughs> so I think next show is going to be Friday Night. Same time, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, but everybody's agreed to that, and I really appreciate uh, all you guys going that because I want to do this show. But I, I, um, I, you know, guys, I, some of you that follow me during the day, you know, I do, I do the um, whiskey and wisdom with the original Mark Z if i'd done that show if he hadn't canceled that show this week i would have done nine streams this week and it's just it's too much and i'm overwhelmed and i'm sad and i need a break so what i'm going to do is my new schedule and i'll i'll put this out is mondays wednesdays and fridays with jennifer in the mornings tuesdays and thursdays are off wednesday nights i'm going to do whiskey and wisdom with the original mark z so two shows on wednesday and then friday uh we will do friday night frolics with which will be this show just on fridays for at least a little while because i just i need some weekends you know i need i need some time off during the week and I need, I need a couple of days to just veg and take the dog to the park and all that stuff so that's that's the only real announcement i have uh here yeah. today okay there's lots of stuff in the news that we can talk about but um brooks we have not had an update from the ukraine in a while so i want to start with you i i got into a little bit of a debate with a clown, fucking clown named Corby Waste. Yeah, you're a waste, Corby Waste. Who's a who 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 illustrates, he does he does paintings for NASA, right? Digital paintings. And he's argued with me before about the color of the sky on Mars. It's blue, dipshit. Okay? The sky everywhere is blue because of a phenomenon called Rayleigh scattering, which makes sunlight scatter into the blue spectrum, part of the spectrum. So and, and NASA's, you know, we got into a debate years ago, NASA's Technicolor thing, and he was like, oh, I see Mike is not invited to contact in the desert anymore, because, you know, he's obviously just, and that's so like, I was invited to contact in the desert last year, so whatever. And I'm going to, like, Brazil and Manchester and places. Anyway, I've had discussions with this clown before, and he keeps posting all of this anti-Putin, pro-New World Order government propaganda and he posted something with you know russia not russia not russia and i said dude when this is all over all of this is going to be russia and i talked about the bio labs which the u.s government by the way has admitted that there were bio labs in ukraine not anymore because vlad has taken them out and then vlad did something really interesting this week he aligned himself and jen says this has to do with the financial reset he aligned himself with um with turkey erdogan and iran all made a deal basically saying the united states can go chase a rolling donut and we're going to do business with each other with asset-backed or gold-backed currencies which i found fascinating but that does not tell us brooks what's going on on the ground in ukraine you're the guy who knows so why don't you fill us in on uh the current ukraine update is there still a war even going on or has putin basically got everything he wanted and he's just kicking back
2: Well, it depends on where you look. Now, if you look at the Donbass, which is the eastern uh, part of of the region called Ukraine. Right. uh, And I've been telling, you know, your listeners, my listeners for quite some time that the real prize that they were building up for for eight years was Crimea. They wanted to invade Crimea and they wanted to seize it and all the oil rich properties there. Uh, in 2014, when the war actually began, uh, they were shelling ethnic Russians, and they dammed up the river that feeds yeah. Crimea with fresh water. Mm-hmm. So they were really, really getting ready to for this invasion. Uh, Putin told them not to do it. He was very adamant about it. He was very clear about it. He didn't back off from it. And uh, his spies uh, came to him and said the date is uh, March 23rd. That's when they're going in. So... Over there, you have to realize that there's a fighting season and the season is not winter for uh, I think you just go back to to uh, Al uh, to Napoleon and he'll uh, let you know that, uh, huh. so you yeah. know, they went in a little early. Yeah, or- and uh on on february 24th but they didn't really go in to fight the nazis in donbass what they did is they lined up and headed for kiev and installed to try to draw the nazis back over the river to defend kiev which they did as soon as they went over the river he bombed the bridges the rails and cut off the reinforcements from the azovs he then pulled his column back surrounded the azovs and in less than 65 days he had him destroyed then he began expanding the territory on the other side of the river and then closing off uh, the main artillery sites that the ukrainians were using uh, now what has happened in the last three weeks is the ukrainians have been turning their weapons on civilians mm-hmm. and of course the news media is saying it's russians doing it that is absolutely false the russians are only hitting Uh, where those artillery guns are set up. Of course, where are they setting them up? Next to hospitals and schools and apartment buildings, city parks. And the Russians' weapons are very powerful and very accurate. So one by one, they've been picking this stuff off. Now, also what has happened is... The U.S. has been shipping HIMARS in there. You know, these are multi-rocket systems, and the rockets are longer range, and they are pretty powerful and pretty accurate. So the Russians don't have anti-missile systems set up yet in this area, so they have to take the HIMARS out, and that's what they've been doing. Now, about seven days ago, a couple of the HIMARS systems ended up on the black market. So you can see what the Ukrainians are doing with the weapons. It is not an organized uh, defense of Ukraine. So what the Russians want to do now is they want to free up the southern coast, which is Odessa, and open up the bay so ships can come and go, and the Turks are helping them do that. But uh, the West, that is to say, and I don't want to use America because it's not really America leading it, it's an organization called, I call the Global Syndicate, which includes not America, but forces inside the pentagon the u.s state department and of course uh virtual joe and his gang of criminals and they're doing that for a reason because europe is going to run out of oil very soon Mm -hmm. now the other thing that happened is they had to take the Nord Stream one pipeline down for annual maintenance so the turbines are actually made by siemens and the area the only plant that rebuilds them is in canada So they shipped the turbines to Canada. Canada rebuilt them, and then they couldn't ship them back at first because of the sanctions. So uh, Trudeau lifted the sanctions so they could ship the turbines. Well, the turbines arrived. The Russians installed them, started right back up on time. But guess what? The turbines only put out a third as much as they did when they sent them it's clear that the firmware, the software that runs those turbines has been uh, altered by the Canadians to reduce the output. So the Russians are going to fix it. It's going to be back up and running. And Germany is right exactly where President Donald Trump said they would be three years ago. They are dependent upon Russia for their power. Yep. And so... Today, the, the Polish made an announcement that they will lease the nuclear power plants in Germany, start them back up again so they can have energy. And that negotiation is going on right now. <laughs> so the war essentially is over. Now what they're trying to do is escalate this so that the pan-European army, which is a, an aggressive, well-armed army, well-funded army, is going to be pitted directly against the Russians. That we hope does not happen in Ukraine, but it looks like over the next couple of weeks, that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, I can tell you right now, Putin's not going to let that happen, he's not going to let them get set up. That means that targets outside of Ukraine are going to start getting hit in the next few days. Oh, 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 oh. wow.
3: Well, that segues with what I was going to talk about, uh, Brooks, which is basically that the uh, deal has been signed, or at least is close to signing, that's going to um, require the uh, grain export deal to be finalized. And that has to do with what is coming out of Odessa. So within seven hours of it being signed, Russia bombed Odessa, <laughs> so you know they basically said, "No, nah, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea." So they're actually um, standing their ground, which is, I think, a very good thing, don't you?
2: Yeah, I do too. And and what this is coming down to is the deep state, what I call the global syndicate, against the free nations of the world. Now, the good news is, and the the mainstream or the fake stream news doesn't want to tell you this. Russia has 111 countries behind them. That's a coalition, folks. Mm -hmm. That's a coalition. And you're beginning to see from the Dutch to the Sri Lankans to uh, these other countries, you're starting to see the revolt against the global syndicate.
3: Yeah, It's setting up a dynamic that played out in China this week, too, which I was really impressed with because... (laughs) I mean here here we have a situation that is about money. The whole, you know, the financial well, uh, reset and everything else is happening is uh very contingent on the banks cooperating with what we would call the as you say the the white hats or you know the people that really have the best intent for people. So what they did is they deployed tanks in um you know, right there in the Hunan Promise uh, province um, that, you know, was resembling yeah. the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre, which was, amazingly enough, 33 years ago. So,
2: yeah, they want um, to keep people from withdrawing their money from the banks.
1: Yeah. to keep people from yep.
2: withdrawing their own money. Yeah. Yeah. This, this the same thing if Roosevelt in 1933 had put tanks in front of the banks to keep people from withdrawing their money. They just did bank holidays and americans didn't burn their own banks down but that's what the chinese wanted to do
3: yeah you see the and ccp
2: has they had to back
3: enemy. down yeah
2: the ccp yeah. has a big enemy it's the chinese people
3: that's right <laughs> are, you know
1: we are seeing everything i predicted in this book in 2010 coming true which i think is really awesome and the global sovereignty movement continues unabated um Again, I don't know how what Candace knows about this, but actually guys, I I'm sorry, I forgot to ask everybody what they're drinking. We'll get to that as soon as we're done with this initial opening thing. I'm eating um pistachios. I'm I'm just eating some pistachios. I'm, I'm hungry. Normally if I was at a bar I'd be eating nuts and drinking drinks, but uh,
2: hamster anyway. food.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway. Um Two, two great things come out, well, three great things come out of Iran. Oil, the Persian ladies, and the pistachios. Um, well, caviar too, I guess, if you like fish eggs. So, um, all this is shaping up. And, and I'm gonna remind everybody, um, Jen told you over a year ago that Biden was going to try to start World War III and that's when he was gonna be removed. And if I'm reading you right, Brooks, It sounds to me like we're getting really close to what could be perceived as a World War III scenario.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen because because the pan-European army cannot go to war with Russia by itself. Now, Virtual Joe has been talking about shipping F-18s over there. And uh, I can tell you right now, that's a big mistake because that puts the Pentagon on the target list.
1: Which Putin said flat out, the Pentagon then becomes part of the target list.
2: All right, you publish, um, you publish the coordinates. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is where, <laughs> this is where we're going to hit you with the hypersonic weapons. And I, I never thought I would see the day, where <clears throat> I would be in essence rooting against the alleged flag of of my country. But uh, I'm I'm rooting for Putin uh, on this one. Uh, the united states deep state is a real thing it is not our government it was not elected um biden is not the real president and
2: uh so that's why i call him virtual joe
1: i say Mm -hmm. let's bring it on let's let's have all this shit happen uh blake tv's blake wally does any of this uh, make you a little nervous or or how you feeling right now about all this news we just got
0: yeah, it's interesting that we kind of have to uh, ally in a way with uh, with Putin, who's kind of a you know, dictator of sorts. But he is also like a principled guy who is a good leader in this sort of situation. So it's uh, very interesting. And it's not like World War II where we had to like, oh, God, we got to line up with Stalin to help us beat Hitler because it's nothing on that scale of evil. But, uh, yeah, it's weird being in this uh, situation and seeing that. And our our country has basically been we, – we have a puppet. We don't even know who's uh, running our own country. So it's uh... – very uh, strange times that we live in. So it'll be a very uh, interesting couple of weeks. See well, you know that, next. Uh,
2: that uh, President Trump warned us about Huawei. He wouldn't give them permits to set up their five G inside our country because of its uh, capabilities. Right. So uh, you know that when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed at the tropical paradise of Grand Forks, North Dakota, <laughs> and uh, yes. I got I got to chip ice off the rails of the hatches for the the missiles so uh, it's a it's a, it was ground zero uh for the soviet first strike but guess what has been setting up just seven miles away from grand forks air force base i don't know brooks the chinese have been setting up surveillance operations with farmland that they have bought and they're setting up huawei uh technology there and they're monitoring all the B52s that take off and land what their schedules are who's flying and what radio traffic is on them and uh, also what happened last week is the launch of the Belgorod submarine which is a deep water 3000 foot deep water submarine nuclear powered submarine the Russians have it can carry 12 specialized torpedoes and these specialized torpedoes are drones and they carry 100 megaton warheads they can wow. be they can Ow. be autonomous for up to 90 days underwater Ouch. totally undetectable this is not a first strike we- weapon it is a second strike weapon mm-hmm. it is designed to cause a tsunami 1500 feet high at subsonic speeds, almost 600 miles an hour. It's designed to wipe a coastal city out. I live and in each sub can carry 12 of these.
1: Now, um, guys, I'm just going to tell you, I don't think World War III is going to happen. I think I all, all governments are going to be removed before it happens, but they're going to try to start it. Um and candace my friend the original mark z went to an event in um uh nashville two weeks ago week and a half ago where he met with among other people a certain guy named juan that you and i both know you know him better than i do and he came away and said look <clears throat> a whole bunch of stuff is going to go down in these next two or three weeks it's gonna maybe look really bad but it's not as bad as it looks and it's not going to be allowed to stand. So I think it's going to be very interesting over the next couple of weeks, and I'm really glad we started with this subject um, today. But I wanted to quickly, Candice, before we go on to what everybody's drinking, see if you have anything you want to add to this from the Juan side of things.
3: Well, he's had several uh, shows over the last couple of weeks, and what's most important to me is that he has talked about all of this in ex- extensive manner and he was at uh, Gettysburg and uh his last show was uh with uh, American uh Media Periscope and um it was really a nice walk through a very sacred ground and we all have to remember really <clears throat> that right now we're fighting a second revolutionary war right. and it's not about really these international concerns, although they're very, very important to consider because we now have a global economy, a global um, presence in terms of our military. And um, you know what really came to mind today when I was looking through some stuff is, um, is that we actually have um, a, a smaller sub-fleet than Russia does. Russia actually has about 70 uh, submarines, and they're all in the water right now. And we have been um, tracking them because we have every one of our intelligence aircraft in the air right now. And uh, they've been particularly uh, interested in what's going on off the East Coast. And then, of course, right now we've got some sort of conflagration that's going on right off the coast of Hawaii. And um, I'll bet you a dime to a dollar that that ends up looking exactly like a show that Juan did a long time ago that was about the K-129. And that particular story is quite incredible because it was staged and it was a Russian uh, submarine and it was equipped with uh, nuclear facilities And uh, if it it had actually been able to carry out a attack upon Hawaii, we would have ended up very quickly after World War I, because this all happened right after uh, in the 60s, and uh, that it would have ended up uh, launching us into another uh, world war instantly. Now, what was on tap for that is that the uh, sub actually sank. And so we ended up. Uh, going off and, and salvaging it. And it was a very interesting salvage operation that actually Juan Osaban was a part of. So that's worth looking at. And um, it's also worth looking at some of the things he went through in terms of the Gettysburg um, presentation. And that has to do with the, um, you know, the, the withdrawing from the Civil War by Lincoln. And uh, what he wrote up as far as the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, because we need to start looking at history again. I think uh, everybody could use a history lesson here. And I'm just really pleased that basically I've, I'm in a position where I'm doing some deep research about this and several other things. And, um, you know, that, that we really do have the A team in charge. And they are right. We're not going to end up in a civil war. We are going to prevail, and things are going to look pretty bad, but it's not because of anything that we could do or not do. This is really about a war between Satan and God, and I think that that is, as much as I can say, is it's it's worth following, but for people to really stay calm over this next couple months, because it is going to look really bad. But it only looks bad because we have instantaneous communications all over the world, which is right. yeah. you yeah. know, really a part of this whole thing. And um, I've got to say that, you know, for my research and everything in terms of the Internet, um, we're positioned quite well to um, actually provide all of these countries that are in alliance with Russia and the White Hats. And that, you don't say unless you've had a conversation with people that actually have some background, but um, is that they're going to be provided with a network that will basically overcome the entire, you know, deep web and the entire ability for this, um, this fraud in charge and the, the governance of the, you know, what was supposed to happen, which was the uh, new world order. And they're gonna lose everything. They're already in the process of having a lot of their information erased and uh, completely obscured. And we're in the process of releasing all this information that has come out about the terabytes of information from not only WikiLeaks well, and also McAfee and then uh, from Alan Perot. So all, we're I on say, top of it. all I will say about that can Brooks.
2: Well, I was going to say, in five weeks, the 2022 election begins. Uh, Labor Day begins the election. All the money is going to be spent on political ads instead of all this subterfuge. And what's going to happen in five weeks, the Democrats are going to finally realize that they're going to be out of power for a generation. This is when they get very desperate. So watch your eyes, people. Full tanks, cash on hand, silver in a drawer. That's absolutely correct. That that
1: stuff, I think, is all there. Um, I agree with you 100% on that, Brooks. And I think that that's... Once they, they realize they aren't able to flip this, then they get desperate. And we have, we're going to have a lot more shootings. We're going to have a lot more um, bad stuff happening, which is what, again... Everybody is telling us. So be prepared. School,
2: school starts back. I mean, yeah. e- everything goes back. And and desperate. You know, these people are desperate. And they're evil. And they're caught. They are so caught. Yeah. And, um, a- and again,
1: don't buy into the fear porn. Fight it. Don't buy into the alien invasion. Trust me. Come come to me when the aliens show up. They're not gonna be real <laughs> aliens. They're not. All right, uh, one of the things we skip, besides greeting everybody, because I'm out of sorts, is what does everybody drink tonight? I am not drinking an adult beverage. Uh, my blood sugar is a little high today, so I skipped the wine. I'm just drinking ice water and I'm gonna have to go get some in a little bit. I, I'm gonna just give Candace the floor and I'm go get some ice water in a little bit. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. Brooks, what are you drinking over there in North Carolina? Perrier perrier tv's blake wally are you indulging in an adult beverage tonight
0: i am and it's the first since uh the last show that we did it's the first yeah. alcoholic beverage uh, the wine is still yeah it's still reasonably fresh so yeah those boxes that uh, work pretty well and candace white
1: i assume you're doing the usual which is tequila shots right <laughs>
3: no i i have my wonderful uh kombucha and i have a new uh flavor tonight and it's called sublime lime sublime
1: lime. doesn't <laughs> that sound
3: good yeah
1: i'm to ask you a question candace now that i've got you on the hook here uh did you ever do tequila shots back in the day you you uh,
3: you know day. i just have never been a big time drinker i i know i once i got really drunk on um tequila sunrises and it was like drinking soda pop and i didn't realize how drunk i was until i they told me i had to get in my car and drive home and i kind of looked at him and i went i don't think that's a good idea yeah, <laughs> yeah. and
1: that was back when I had uber so you were that's
3: right and i was in montana so you know um, I slept on the floor that night, and oh, yeah, okay. it wasn't that bad because I didn't even remember it after. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I'm drinking meth. Stephanie Jackson, How did
3: I think of that to say again?
1: Stephanie, Stephanie and, Jackson is drinking <laughs> kombucha as well. Guava goddess. You are a guava goddess.
3: Guava goddess. That's a good one. Yeah, I got mystic mango in the refrigerator. So
1: All run. right. So, guys, you know what haunts me? You know what What absolutely haunts me, Blake? TV's Blake Wall, you'll appreciate this. What haunts me is that I missed one, that there's a pistachio in here, a delicious, nutty, salty little pistachio that's in this pile somewhere that I missed. That haunts me, and it will haunt me for the rest of the night. Okay, um, I I would like to say that was cheery news. It really wasn't cheery news. It was pretty rough news, And, and you know, And again, in the practical world, Candace, that we have to deal with, and Blake and Brooks, um, the dark side, the deep state, continues to aggressively go after people who are completely innocent. Steve Bannon was uh, tried and convicted for a contempt of Congress, which I think he ought to get a fucking medal for. Um, (laughs) And... um, and, and this is what this is what Alan Dershowitz had to say about it so let's uh, let's flip over the screen and uh, the Ders. talk about Steve Bannon.
3: The Bannon conviction um, if this is tree like an ordinary case two misdemeanors in the District of Columbia at most probate. Whoa. Um, what do you think of this verdict and what do you think of what's likely to happen to him?
0: Entirely predictable and entirely in violation of the Constitution. The only provision of the Constitution which appears basically twice is trial by jury uh, in and, and in front of a fair jury. Number one, he's not. He didn't have a fair jury. Number two, the judge took his defenses away from him. The judge denied him a jury trial. They wouldn't allow him to put on evidence that he believed that uh, there was an executive privilege involved, and he wanted a judicial determination before he violated the executive privilege. That issue could not be presented to the jury. So as I predicted on this show and other shows before, the conviction was a foregone conclusion. The only issue is will it be reversed by appeal, either by the appellate court in the District of Columbia or by the Supreme Court. I think it's very likely that this conviction will be reversed at some point.
1: I suppose the political well we can we can hope so. Um we can hope so but I don't think we know so. And um you know you had a January 6th defendant um, who was going to be sentenced for walking into the Congress, the people's house after the doors were opened by the security guards committed suicide this week. I don't see how we're winning. I don't see how we're winning, Candace. Um they continue to get away with everything and we continue to not do anything to fight back. And we don't arrest them. I mean, look at all the people that on their side that should be arrested. Brooks, you obviously want to say, well, the Brooks. good
2: news is that every single member of that J six committee is going to be fired in November. They're all going to be gone. And all the survivors in that 19th century dungeon that are being held against uh, constitutional uh, law, are going to be heroes. And they're all gonna be given big fat checks by the government for their time and their trouble. <clears throat> and I think we should uh, give them a parade when they come out of that prison. Uh, that's <laughs> they, they, they think this is a card <laughs> that they're playing, that people are with them on, but they're living in a bubble. And the real world is, uh, they're all in the same boat that Liz Cheney's in. They're all going to lose.
1: Yeah, but fired they they need to go to the gallows. They need to go to the guillotine. They they these people are less than human. And I, and I, know. I know Candace I know Candace doesn't want me to get on a rant here, but I'm on steroids this week.
2: I know, and but, but not the enough. revolutions
1: not, not good enough. And the
2: revolutions we have in this country are at the ballot box. That's the way we do
1: no, things. No. It's time for another kind of revolution. It's time for a George Washington kind (laughs) of revolution. It's muskets and and torches. That's what it's time for. We lost Blake. We We won't survive.
2: We won't survive because the people that start that revolution are not going to be the people that finish it.
1: Well, regardless, the pleasure (laughs) and the fun that will take place in between would be – I thought I heard Blake come back, but now I don't see him coming back. Uh, Candace – I'm all out of patience. Simon Parks did an update today, and he basically said the people on the white hat side are all out of patience, and they're ready to go ahead and act. Where is so, please tell me why we shouldn't just start dragging these people into the streets and doing what mobs do, like they did in Sri Lanka. Tell me why we should. Tell me why we should wait any longer.
3: No, there's, there's not a good reason to wait. I mean, the thing is, is that we all have to act locally. I mean, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I should be doing in my area. I've been doing it for many, many years. I've been defeating tyranny. Now, you know, I can't defeat tyranny in your backyard. I won't. I won't even go over to Seattle right now. It's, yeah, a, it's a nightmare over there. I moved away from there in 1999. I happen to be kind of smart. So I just got out of the way. Now, not that I don't care, okay, but it's up to the people over there to, to do what's right because they've all taken the vax. I mean, you can't even fight with people like that because it's deranged their minds. Yeah. So, you know, where are we now? Right now we're in a confusion land and I'm not going to do anything here for anybody else outside of my state, because I don't want to get in in the middle of that. It'd be like going to Chicago. You know, you just don't take risk. So you're going to ask our military to do that for you? I I mean, I'm not going to expect that.
1: Our government was stolen in November of 2020, and they're responsible to remove this fake government. Nobody else. They have to. And they
3: should have done Well, it- we've, been, we've been through this many times, and, and I hate to overtalk you, Mike, but basically, we have to wait until we get to a point where there is unequivocal proof positive that what is going on is that there is a foreign entity that has come into our country that is basically going to, to cause uh, a war within our borders. This is a very real consideration. They dropped, they, they bombed uh, Pearl Harbor at the beginning of World War II. We were trying to stay out of World War II, by the way. It had been going on for, what, two years? Well, over in, in, in uh, Germany and France, and they'd gone into Austria. And, you know, we sat here and kind of went, mm, you know, couldn't probably really send people over there with our, but we ended up winning it because we sent everybody in that uh, came in at france and my father was a part of that and you know i only exist because he survived Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunately the the way that it looks in terms of war so
1: you know know how we want it we dropped nuclear bombs on them so that's you know it's like that's how we want it we didn't win it by going oh well we have to wait for a really good, strong legal argument, which by the way, the legal threshold passed on November 3rd, 2020. That's, that's well, and that's
3: what we have to work on is, is election 2020. And I, I really don't think there'll be a primary or a, well, there's been primaries, but there's not going to be any event that'll happen in November because we'll be in a state of military, um, I hope so at that point in time. And then of course we're going
2: virtual Joe has already threatened to use executive power to establish an emergency,
3: but you establish
2: an emergency. emergency, You stop the election. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and there's, there's a hair's breadth between who he is right now and who he really is, is, is that there, they've got this whole thing that has been ginned up by these You know, these AIs, these uh, replicants, these, you know, stand-ins. I mean, this is what we're looking at really and truly is something that's never happened before. And I have to read this to you because this came across today. And uh, this is about Russia. They say they're losing because the Ukraine has experimental mutant troops that were created in secret bio labs. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, really? I mean, it's like, so the claim was made Monday by two Russian lawmakers that um, investigated the bio labs in the Ukraine. And they said, you know, that now that they looked at them and they said, no, it's it's what we have done. We have investigated and and we're saying that they uh, have a range of diseases that they suggest were secretly experimented on the military and yeah. uh, for military purposes. And and we see the cruelty and the barbarity with which this military personnel of Ukraine behaves. yeah, They commit crimes against the civilian populations. I'm, I'm doing air quotes, but I'm telling you, we don't want that. <laughs> so
1: I'm just ready and waiting. We've got video of them bringing in hundreds of thousands of fake ballots in Michigan and Cobo Hall there in the middle of the night on election night. We had that back in November of 2020. Right. We've, got, yeah. we've got the uh, the Arizona audit. We've got um, we've got the 2000 mules. We've got Mike Lindell's work. We've got everything. And it's bloody
3: hill just came out last Sunday. You know, bloody hill is pretty, pretty strongly put together. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, though, we've got to have this on our conscience. You know, this really has to come into everybody's mind and you have to decide for yourself, you know, what it is that you want to see.
1: I will take all everything on my conscience I will have no conscience about putting away people like Schiff and 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 Comey and McCabe and clapper and Ray I yeah just just hand, just hand me the, the the 380 hand me the 45 <laughs> let me go to town okay I, I well and I
3: to- I don't know I hate to throw this on the table but have you guys have you heard of David Strait? I mean I I've, I've been following of him Brady. for
1: years. I've heard of him. Okay heard of him but i you know i'm not i don't have time to listen to anybody new but go ahead
3: well he's he's a he was a lawyer and i actually heard of him during my time where i was gonna down in arkansas because he was representing women who were involved with um you know medical kidnapping they call it by the cps which yeah you know is there's an issue for you that i want to see end. um But, you know, it's so strongly embedded. In fact, if you're going to be down in Denver, or if you did, you know, about that whole uh, area, you know, where the uh, airport is and everything right outside of Denver, that county, Douglas County, is where they put uh, Cindy Absinthe in jail for the last uh, two years, two and a half years. And um, she lost both her kids to... um, this, you know, medical kidnapping because it's a cash cow and uh, CPS is is uh, got their fingers into and, and I'm not being trite here. It was horrible. OK, but they control the, you know, the judges and the police departments and the uh, the CPS uh, workers and they control the psychologists and the psychiatrists and the medical industry. And they all work together because they all get a piece people, of the pie. A lot
1: of people need to meet their maker, and we just need to start <laughs> doing it. Now, TV's Blake Wally. You're back. Glad to have you back. Yeah. We lost you there for a minute. Wanted <laughs> to double check with you yeah. on Steve Bannon. I, we, we were in the middle of the Steve Bannon rant. What, what, it, what was your opinion on how that went down this week, and what do you think it it will force, if anything?
0: Well, yeah, they they're going to appeal it. It's clearly just a, a political maneuver. Um he was under the assumption that he had executive privilege and they didn't want to get him off let him go that easily, so they they found something, but uh it, it yeah, it's completely ridiculous of the way they've done that. And I I feel your frustrations because I think that's the hardest part Is it's most well frustrating part is just seeing how like breath how out in the open the corruption is and what they are getting away with constantly and it's wondering how are we going to hold them accountable and who's going to do it if they're just doing that i, I did another report too on uh, pelosi and the insider trading it's so obvious and it's wow. so obvious they want to go after bannon and trump and um, and, and this whole big show trial they're doing
1: yeah and the problem gonna- right. sorry the, the problem from my perspective is that Nobody in authority on our side, and you can have moral authority, if, even if you don't necessarily have power. In it, in nobody is calling this out. They're all just going along with it. I That's mean, right. not even Trump. They're just, Trump is just kind of bitching and moaning and not really doing much. So, when, Candace, does somebody in the military stand up, put one into Millie's brain? And drag all these pieces of shit out onto the street and say, okay, enough's enough. Here's the truth. And that's all that has to be
3: done. If the We've we've got to work on God's timeline. I mean, I I'm sorry, but anybody that comes up with dates is just going to be disappointed. But um, I think that Brooks made a very good analysis um, that we've got a couple, you know, really rough months here uh, because, and everything is staged. I mean, we, We have to basically know that the National Guard is staged throughout the country. Um, I have an incident that's just north of me um, because it's the same as as the North Dakota incident that you talked about. Uh, We have CCP and some sightings of uh, the UN that have come in off the coast of um, English Bay which is at Vancouver. Now they've been here since, gosh, you should remember this Mike, because we talked about it back in the day Yeah. and uh, they were, they were bringing in um, all sorts of assets and they were trooping around and marching in and um, they work in cahoots with the tribes. And, you know, this has been tough for me because I, I can't even go into uh, Canada. I, I can get probably, you know, uh, a passport and such, but I, I don't want to get stuck in there if the shit hit the fan. I mean, that's another thing about this whole thing is is really, I mean, you know, for all the people that have plans to go overseas and everything, all I can say is if they if it goes down, um, let me tell you, it'll be like 9-11. They'll bring all the aircraft down to the ground and then – They'll just sit. They're very close to stopping our supply lines for oil right now. So, you know, they've, they've restricted diesel um, additives. And a lot of truckers are saying there's not more than a month's supply that's available out there. So I think we've got more to consider here than just our, you know, desire for people to be brought to justice. I think it doesn't, you know, I mean, what really matters here. Is that a lot of the people that we know are dying? A lot of folks have, yeah. you know, succumbed to this vaccine um, hoax, which you just can't say strongly enough. Um, and I believe that there is enough uh, grounds for taking places like the CDC um, out and and, ter- you know, basically terminating those people's lives for the amount of folks that have died. But we've got people like Bill Gates that are buying up land and that they're doing it with that intent of starving us out, of <laughs> uh, creating problems with our, our fuel supply. And, of course, if that ends up badly, guess what doesn't get shipped into this country from Mexico and from Canada is is the product that we need this winter in order to survive. Yeah. So. These are my main issues, and I I would hope that everybody could sit down for a minute and just consider what they have around them. Align yourself with your sheriff. Get deputized. Get yourself in a position where you know where your food sources are coming from and secure them. You can't eat silver, folks. and It doesn't much matter how much money you have in your bank account if you can't get food. So that's my my attitude and i'm sticking with it.
1: Well, i hear yeah. you and i agree with you and um my attitude is well then the, the, this is the reason why it's time to act now and not in 6 months. Brooks, any thoughts? Looks like you wanted to add a little something to that.
2: Well, yeah, i mean the the thing is we, you mentioned the word authority and it's true nobody in authority like the department of justice or the national guard or even the us military They have the authority, but they're under control by the executive branch. So this is this is something that has to break that that link has to break. And I said, you know, we're in the most dangerous five weeks of this nation's history, I believe. And it's on several fronts. It's on the uh, central bank digital currency front where they could say, you know, all the cash is the currency of crime and they're going to switch everything over to digital. I was out at Manchester last week. I met with people there who, uh, well, with the exception of just me and Alex Collier, I don't think anybody in at that dinner had a bank account. They all live on cash. They all live off the grid. These are the people that will be hurt first if they go to a digital currency because they don't have a record. Cash will not count. Like, they can take it back to the bank and put it back in the system. They're not in the system. They haven't been in the system for a long time. So, th- this is these are the, the the battle lines that are being drawn. And I I use the word literally. We're not talking about a moral battle here. We're talking about a real battle for survival. And that's where we're at right now. That you have to understand. This is a proxy war. It is being fought not against russia using ukrainians it's against you using russia they're using russia as a proxy war to fight you the middle class that's who they're coming after so who do we have representing the middle class in government right now nobody nobody in power everybody's in the minority which means they don't control the committees They don't control any of the agencies, departments, bureaus, or administrations. It's just you against them. And Candace is exactly right. You have to put food back and get ready for this stretch. Because if you don't have food, you get desperate too. And that's, that's when things really get bad. Now, fortunately, this year we probably have a good food production. Next year, we're not unless that fertilizer gets distributed. yeah. So this has to happen this November. It has to happen. And once we take over Congress, they lose all the committees, all the committees in Congress. And you know, what's going to happen. Congress is going to turn its sights on the white house and they're going to start impeaching. And these impeachments are going to stick.
1: And it's because- going to go on for months and months and nothing's going to change. And, that's a complete waste of time and not not that's not how you deal with traders. Okay? That is not how you deal with traders.
3: Well, I, I have it on good authority that actually following David Strait is that he happens to be an insider. Um he has noticed that somebody named Sidney Powell has been rather missing. Quiet. Uh, They're quiet. Yes. And uh, the word is that she is a tribunal judge. And um, as far as the flights that have been going to Gitmo, we've seen an increase. And we've also seen every other case that they had completely taken off the schedule. They have they have cleared the docket and they have a full house there. And I want everybody, no matter where you sit in this country, if you live in the United States, even Hawaii, is to call your senator and see what it says on the, um, you know, the Hill and see what the the White House uh, says in terms of their answering machine. Nobody's home. Yep. And this is the case. And it has been actually... For several months now and david Strait says that all of these players that have been sitting up there going blah 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 haven't got any effect on anything right now the only thing that that biden has been able to do is with his pen and his phone and guess who is standing right behind him obama and i just made it that's right and where is obama I mean, this this is the thing that, you know, people aren't inquiring enough about this. And this is where I spend my time is trying to track these things down. And uh, what we have seen really is an exodus. There's really not anybody in charge right now, guys. And it, it really actually is like a, you know, and that's where, you know, the Satan has not got any effect because he cannot do anything. Within us, all he can do is try to hypnotize us and try to turn us onto his side with trinkets and goodies and you know bright lights and and fancy uh, you know televisions and so we're getting to a point now as a as a culture where we're really calling bullshit on this and that is that's your main turnaround point. And I do have to mention that it is in process to become a constitutional republic. And I've had people argue with me about this one because um, this convention of the states was not anything more than a dry run. But I'll tell you, the states are all amassing themselves. They've got, you know, committees, GOP committees that they're they're saying we're going to decertify the election. And this is just fallen like dominoes now so hang on to your hat we're gonna see a lot of shit go down and uh, just make sure that you stay safe and that you have enough to get yourself by so you know well
1: make sure you you have enough food make sure you have guns and ammo you know they say you can't eat bullets oh oh, yes you can just come to my place in the middle of the night wearing antifa gear you can (laughs) eat bullets i'll show you how
2: well, Candace brought up a good point, and we we have two of us now asked the question about authority. The states have the authority. The right. states have to step up and say, This is our election. By the way, in the Constitution, there is no federal election. Right. There's only state elections. And I have said several times on my social media this week, which has got a lot of business lately. When we, the people, lose faith in our election system, this revolution's going to get real. Yeah. So you states out there that are listening, and by the way, Paul brought up a good point in your chat room. Uh, elections don't matter because the commies are not going to let go of their power in Congress. It does matter, and it is going to happen on the state level. Take your eyes off of D.C., and put your eyes on your state capitol. Start calling your local representative and your local senator, not your federal senator. That's where the action is going to happen.
1: All right. A um, couple of hundred people, 300 people, give or take, in the live stream tonight. Ooh, somehow I lost the Rumble connection, but it's hopefully there. Is Rumble there? Are we working on Rumble? Are we on Rumble? We are on Rumble. I think um... 300, 400 people in here tonight. Thanks. As Stephanie says, hit the like button on YouTube. Do not forget to patronize our wonderful sponsors, the sponsors of the show, the CBD Gurus, the CBDGurus.com. They are out of Minnesota, where I used to live. You can go there to the CBDGurus.com. You can pick up all kinds of cool CBD products, some of which include THC, some of which do not. There's bath bombs, there's soaps, there's powders, there's pain relief creams, there's gummies, there's weight loss supplements there's sleep support there's all kinds of cool stuff and if you click on the wholesale section and go to mike b wholesale and click on that and type in type in the code the uh sorry discount code alien which i should have had up there on the screen where is it there it is type in the discount code alien you can pick up this week's special we got the pain cream we got the gummies we've got the full spectrum oils uh oh they've got they've updated it the brain support is in there and you will get for every order, uh, you will get 20,000 Vietnamese dog in order to participate in the financial reset when it happens. So we got some new stuff up here. Delta 8 dark chocolate, all kinds of cool stuff. Go check it out. Uh, if you want a consultation, you can always click on a consultation with Lucas. Where is the little tab for the consultation with Lucas? CBD consultation with Lucas. Lucas is a great guy. He's the one who designs all this stuff. They work great. The CBDGurus.com. We're going to set it up. They're supposed to have it set up so that you can, when you make an order, whether it's out of the wholesale section or just the regular stuff, um, indicate that you got it from, uh, you found them through our live stream, which is really, really nice. All right. Uh, Dr. Brooks Agnew, why don't you tell us what's going on over at brooksagnew.com? blog the story you have a new book out right you have a new yes
2: yes uh just published my 12th book it's uh my fans have been i've been posting my poems on my website to try to just let people read them uh the poetry page doesn't get a lot of traffic but my fans have been asking me to publish this for about a year now so i published all my poems in one book i'm i'm selling it really cheap like less than seven dollars And if you buy the paperback or the Kindle version, I will give you the audio version for free. So if you don't like reading poetry, don't worry about it. I read it for you. Also, don't forget, on my website, you can get Ivan and Roxy. Now, they're talking about new variants coming out and all this stuff. Listen, the Ivan and Roxy work against all variants because of the mechanism. They don't attack. They don't. Uh, uh, Attack your body They attack only the virus All they do is make the virus Light up for your immune system To dispatch it quickly And it works 24 to 48 hours You are back on your feet Trust me We have over 6,000 people That we've kept out of the hospital And it's going to be a full on (laughs) campaign Between now and election day To scare the shit out of you Yep. So don't be scared Be prepared Right be armed, be prepared. That's correct. Absolutely correct.
1: Um, I was gonna say, Brooks, I brought something back from um, from Roswell. I, I didn't feel well in Roswell the entire time I was there. Everybody wanted to go out and party. Not that there's that big a party scene in Roswell, but I, you know, I went out for some beers. I'd have one beer, I'd feel kind of meh. Well, I you know, I went back and went to bed. It took naps in the afternoon, I still didn't feel any better. On Monday, the 4th of July. I'm flying home and I'm starting to get the body aches and I'm like, okay, I got something I got, you know, we call it con crud. Uh, supposedly my bro, a couple days later, picked it up, tested positive for COVID. Other people say, no, you didn't have COVID. It's just a BS test. But I took my Ivan. I took my Roxy. Um, I took my antibiotics and now I'm on steroids for the cough that won't go away. Cause I really think it was a sinus infection that built up. And then it, once it get, once my, immune system starts overreacting that I need to take a shot of prednisone. But, uh, I, went so out to Shasta.
2: I went out to Shasta. I was on airplanes and airports around people I don't know at conferences. I take one a day when I'm traveling. Yeah. I never get nothing.
1: Well, I was doing that and I still got something. But as soon as I started taking the full dose, which for me is two a day or one and a half a day, boom, it knocked it out in two days. So the body aches started on Monday. By Thursday, they were gone. So, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they were pretty much gone. Thursday, gone.
2: That's what so I'm hearing.
1: that's getting. how you know you defeated the virus is when the body aches are gone.
2: All right. Uh,
1: TV's Blake Wally. Why don't you tell us what's going on over at the nextlevelnews.com right now. Oh, there we are. Well, there's
0: there's a, yeah. I've been uh, reasonably productive this week, so I think I've got a few new articles a couple of new uh short video reports people can go check out we were talking about steve bannon and uh fancy nancy pelosi earlier yeah yeah uh, i got another report going we'll to be working on i'll hopefully have done by monday and uh yeah we'll just keep uh, cranking out the uh the content so i'll try to uh keep it fresh if people want to go uh jump in sign you know, up. actually i gotta step now. up for uh email list or something but uh yeah keep a tab on it and they'll uh still put content out there I,
1: I like this from july 20th was pete butt gig brown nosing biden that's a great headline there. I like, uh, I like we
2: should that. call him by his real name it's butt little plug? peter butt crack
1: pete pete peter pete butt plug <laughs> uh,
2: it's little peter butt you
1: know you know what i heard what i heard about uh but plug is that he really, really likes being married to his husband, but sometimes he's a pain in the ass. All right, um, just... oh. gay joke. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Um, I, there's one other cultural story that I want to touch on that I want to start with Blake on, and then um, and then I think we'll go take some chat and get out of here. No, no top five tonight. I'm not. I'm, I'm not into it. I don't, I'm don't. i not prepared. I, I don't have a top five. So I want to run this by you, TV's Blake Wally. Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con is happening this weekend. And again, these fucking imbeciles, Candace, they're all there with their masks on. I mean, they got masks on uh, at Comic-Con. It's like COVID is over in case you didn't get the memo, but at least the guys on stage aren't wearing masks. But something really happened captain james t kirk william shatner himself the Shat, a guy who i've been lucky enough to meet and chat with a little bit what a what an amazing iconic actor he is the stud who who brought us the hyper masculine captain james t kirk there he is right there looking hyper masculine came out and i asked him on one of the panels they asked him uh what do you think of the new star treks that are out there and what do you think of this other actor that's uh been portrayed? there he is like look at that stud look at that dude he's uh he's got those arms he's 91 years old he's been to space um what do you think of this new guy that's playing you and and he was very polite about him and he said but look at this guy, this guy is this scrawny, soy drinking, latte sipping puss boy <laughs> who doesn't have a masculine bone in his body. And they're trying to tell us, this is Captain this is Captain Kirk. And what Shatner came out and said, and I, I just, I love, fucking love him for this. He came out and he said, if Gene Roddenberry was still alive, he'd be rolling over in his grave with this new, <laughs> with that. I mean, this is literally, Star Trek Strange New Worlds literally had a, t- can I say tranny? Trans, transgender <laughs> man dressed like a woman pirate took over the Enterprise from Captain Pike, who's a, by the way, Captain Pike's a puss boy too. Blake, <laughs> masculinity is lost. It's It's gone on Star Trek. William Shatner is the last Vestige of masculinity. What I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you had any comments on it, but I like you for pop culture. I'd like to know what you think yeah. about what Chatter said. I I agree with him. Gene Roddenberry is no genius. Many of the things in Star Trek that he gets credit for were actually were actually thought up by Herbert Herbert uh, Solo, Bob uh, Robert Solo, Herbert Solo. I don't know Herbert F. Solo, not Gene Roddenberry. He's no genius, but they made a they made a show that that had men and women and masculinity and Shatner was the ultimate expression of that. What do you think about this pushback? you think that this could move the culture a little bit?
0: Uh, Perhaps, so let me just clarify. So there's a new show, so we're not talking about the movie series. Right, there's a show called,
1: called Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which people mistake, people are saying it's good. It's not good. It just sucks less than Star Trek Discovery and all the other Star Trek shows that are out there and Picard, which suck really (laughs) bad. It just sucks less. Stars Anson Mount, who is this wimp-ass... Captain Picard, negotiator type guy who doesn't want to doesn't want to fight. oh, we don't want to fight. Yes, we do. Fire phasers, you know? Give them give them a full <laughs> turn of photon torpedoes. Photon torpedoes. Solution, and Shatner's diplomatic solution Cap- Captain Kirk's diplomatic solution was two or three a couple of dozen photon torpedoes would uh, straighten them out. Anyway, um yeah, and and they asked Shatner about it and he said this is just not Star Trek. You know, men are men, women are women. You kind of said that, so I, I was just curious, apparently you didn't see it, I, I thought maybe you had. I was curious what you thought about this in terms of cultural impact possibility.
0: So, so is he actually playing Kirk, like a younger Kirk, or is he like
1: yeah, uh, Wimpy, little soy-drinking, perfectly-soyed uh, guy is supposed to be Captain James T. Kirk, which uh,
3: Yeah,
0: that's terrible. I, I am kind of a Star Trek fan. I have seen about maybe, you know, half of the stuff. But uh, I haven't seen a lot of the new series. Uh, the movie, the new movie series, I was going to say that the casting, I don't think they could have done a better job with the casting in those movies. Yeah. All of the characters Chris McCoy, Pine. Fox, Kurt, oh, yeah. fantastic. Chris yeah. Pine, they said, yeah, yeah. that yeah, was spectacular. I'm not no. familiar with the new show, but I can already tell listening to you that that's the way that they've been going and well, pushing I mean, the culture. They're, they're softening us up. Yeah. And I mean, and I every- don't like it. And if they're going to do it, do it under somebody else's name. Don't use Captain Kirk's name and turn right. him into something that he's 180 degrees away from. That doesn't make any sense. They should at least have him as an advisor or something. That's when they're ruining the character. And they're that's what I have a problem with. And that is not yeah. good. So no, yeah. I, I won't No, I don't know what, I don't I, Maybe I should see it just so I can rip on it too. Cause that's terrible. Okay. Okay. I just, I just thought that. maybe you'd
1: heard about that, but I, I took that yeah. to be good news to finally have somebody saying, look, this, this is bullshit. Okay. These, these yeah. guys yeah. are with, I mean, they deliberately cast this wimpy, soft, unmasculine dude as As Kirk, I mean, he's probably gay. There were rumors that he was going to be bisexual to do Captain Kirk, which could happen in season two. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Captain Kirk likes
2: dudes.
1: Sure he does. Um, In order to, they're trying to destroy the culture. And um, I I don't know, Brooks, any any thoughts or feelings about what?
2: I, I thought, and I agree with your chat room, Zoe Saldana was amazing as Lieutenant Uhura. And uh, I, I, I like the movies. I thought they did a good job with it. I liked that they brought back uh, Spock and and younger Spock and older Spock. and I thought they it was the energy was good. But these new series, I, I don't understand why you know they're taking masculine space and turning it into woke space. Yes, I just yes, they do I,
1: because they're trying to make masculinity. Toxic. They're trying to make guys like you and me and Blake and Bill Shatner bad guys. That's what
2: I'm as to. toxic as they get. I'm oh, yeah. I'm rocking my five eleven hat right tonight. That's my five eleven hat. So, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm toxically masculine. No, I'm not.
1: And, and I agree. Masculinity is not toxic, by the way. That's the that's the point. And Carl Urban as Dr. Bones, Bones McCoy was uh, absolutely amazing. Candace, any thoughts on this? Bill Shatner, from my perspective, is a national treasure, even though he's Canadian. And he's even more so for saying this on mm-hmm. Friday. Afternoon. Candace, any thoughts on this and the culture? And isn't isn't the masculine white male the most endangered species in Hollywood
3: right now? <laughs> I think it just is is horrible what this culture has done to men, as I think it's horrible what they've done to women. So, you know, it, it just seems to me like somebody like Shatner should be given front and center. They ought to give him, uh, you know, Academy Award. I mean, I, I just don't get that, you know, we don't, um, you know, give uh, things to our heroes, that we don't have heroes, you know, that our hero ends up being somebody that is uh, – Less than you know um what you could get in the dime store, you know i mean i'm I'm just really livid at all of this and the reaction that people have had uh to uh, you know the events that we've had recently where we've actually won, you know i For one, I could just count off five really quickly here, and, and, uh, you know, we we made great efforts against Roe versus Wade, which should have been smashed a long time ago, but stood for 50 years, and, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you think that's only a women's issue, then you're deadly wrong, because let me tell you how many people are not in existence right now that could be helping out with this entire mess, you know? So uh, we had the Georgia Guidestones go down. Somebody took a, a torch to them, and and it is leveled. You
2: know? I wanted to blow those things up twenty years ago.
3: Oh, I know. We all did. I visualize this, you know, and I still have that vision. Um, you know that we have Anderson Cooper have go out in chains off of the podium that he speaks at CNN. Well, that, you know, that's what we're so, waiting.
1: Anderson, I mean, that's the point I was trying to make. I know.
3: Early. It's like I, I'm not losing hope, though, you know. So
1: yeah, this is stuff is not, not good enough. We need something that's so off the scale weird that people can't ignore it. We need a 9-11 moment. We need Anderson Cooper arrested on the set, live, on CNN for being a pedophile. That's what we need. And, <laughs> yeah. And-
3: yeah, yeah, I really I like V for Vendetta. And if everybody would watch that and just whisper these words, remember, remember the 5th of November, you know, that we have done this all before. And we just need to, you know, bide our time, but then be effective when we strike and take it all down. It's a matter of timing. And I think we're there. I think William Shatner will probably lead the parade. And that's what I hope we have a ticker tape parade in the old way and say, we won the war, and yeah. it was a digital war. Well, you know, so, yeah, the, the thing, thing know.
1: too is, is Captain Kirk is so iconic, which is why they want to destroy him as a masculine. <laughs> just, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. they show they show the Star Trek original series episodes with the with the updated special effects from 2006. Which, by the way, you need to redo them again, guys. Do 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 the do the effects all over again to make this show even better. Shatner as Kirk is everything a hero should be i mean literally you you listen to the the things that this character says that were written for him by gene roddenberry and some other really great writers bob justman and and stuff and guys and, and i mean everything that comes out of his fucking mouth is heroic Everything. It's we take chances. We do what we have to do. We defend that which is ours. We defend the women around us that are weaker. We defend the weak. We defend the strong. You know, we fight with the strong. We defend the weak. We're, we're not going to let the Klingons destroy these people. We're not. We're not going to let the Romulans get away with destroying our outposts. We're going to blow their fucking ship to hell. And you know, you, you watch this, and it's it's you know, it's but it's funny, but it's an interesting contrast, Blake, because because the more I watch shatner's kirk the more i realize why it is critical for the far left in this country that runs hollywood to destroy that image because a country full of captain kirks is not gonna lay down for this bullshit any longer and I, I just i think it's i think everybody should go back and start watching star trek Again, if it's on your local channel, watch it. Preferably start with season 1. Season 3 sucks kind of, but start watching it again and watch the values that are put out of that that's why yeah. the show is iconic. And then sorry Brooks, that's why the next generation sucks and why all the other shows after that suck because they're not <laughs> the same as the original where they are promoting American values, true traditional American values. That's my cultural opinion. Brooks or Blake, please have at me, should you choose
2: to. Well, I, I like some of Next Gen. I think one of my favorite uh, episodes is the one where Picard lives an entire life yeah. down yeah, on beautiful. another planet in beautiful. about... Worthy of in being of of in yeah, a
1: original series episode. Yeah,
2: It's great art. It's great art. But uh, I, I agree with you that a lot of times the values were compromised. And the older the programs get, uh, the more woke they get, uh, you saw that the audience shrinks. If it's woke, it's broke. Get woke, go broke. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Look what Top Gun did.
0: conditioning.
2: Yep, Top Gun. what Top Gun did. It It grossed a half a billion dollars. Yeah. And it, wasn't, I, it didn't have a lot of special effects. It had a no. lot of Navy guys flying.
1: And it wasn't even, it wasn't even that masculine. It was just, it just was more masculine than all the other bullshit that's out there lately. And (laughs) now they're trying to sell Game of Woke, you know, the new uh, House of the Dragon. And you should see the responses when people see the trailer. It's like, oh, the Targaryens who by the way are all pale white blondes. Now there's black Targaryens with blonde wigs sitting in the council chambers. And I'm like, oh my God, just shoot me in the head. It's insanity. It's insanity. And it's all about, oh, we have to have a woman Targaryen queen. No, we we don't. We did that with Khaleesi. How'd that work out with us with the dragons? Okay, not so well. But yeah, I think the pushback on the culture is really finally starting to to happen. Paul, the sky on Venus isn't blue. Nobody knows what the sky Mm. color on Venus is, because there's never been a good color picture taken from the surface of Venus, and probably never will be, because nothing can survive there for more than about three minutes. Also, it, we're talking about the clouds there are so thick that you don't know what color they would be on the ground. And, and it, again, it's a state of perpetual clouds. I'm talking about the sky, not the clouds. The clouds on Earth are white. The sky is blue. And so we don't know what color the sky would be on Venus. But with Rayleigh scattering, it almost certainly would be, uh,
2: would be blue. Well, uh, I beg to differ because I've been doing some, uh, you know, Bob Ross sessions in my garage. There you go. Clouds are hard to paint. They're not just white. They're not easy. They're not easy. Mike, are you familiar with the film Angry Red Planet from
1: 1956? The Martian sky is depicted as being red in that film. Nobody had ever seen Mars up close then. So, yes, it is. And I love that movie. It's so creepy and scary and freaky and weird. It starts out in color, then it's all red, then they go back to color. It's yeah. I highly recommend that. as an old, old <laughs> film. Uh, Steph's here. Okay, guys, I think... That's about all the energy I have for tonight. I appreciate everybody being here. Um, I, I guess I'd like to go around the horn and get final thoughts. Let's start with you, TV's Blake Wally.
0: Well, uh, just, just follow me on the uh, Next Level News. I'll be uh, putting content out uh, several days a week, and that's about all I have. Um, again, I don't cover the First Avenue thing, but yeah it's just it's interesting to see the the pushback and the thing against these uh, these culture wars it's uh crazy times and they're just trying to break the social conditioning and the people rising up and it's it's inspiring seeing the, the dutch farmers and the countries worldwide are uh, fighting back and it's uh going to be very interesting to see what uh, happens here uh over the next uh, several months as we continue through this uh election site and what have you and what could potentially happen so definitely get prepared stocked up uh get your storable food and your perhaps your silver tokens or whatever you need to do the diesel fuel we got yeah yeah, they're 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 declaring war the globalists against the uh the sovereign people so that's right the big fight for the future is going on right now so very very well
1: very well said very well said dr brooks agnew any final thoughts as we head into the rest of our weekend
2: i just have one special request of everybody listening tonight please just go visit my imdb page for about 30 seconds we're making a pitch to a network manager tomorrow It would be really nice if I get my IMDB numbers down a little bit in the 60,000 range or so. So all you have to do is go visit imdb.com, look my name up, stay there for about 30 seconds, and then go about your day. It changes the rank. Please do that for me.
1: Yes, there you go. Go to IMDB. I just searched IMDB for Brooks Agnew, self phenomenon. There he is, Dr. Brooks in front of the pyramids. That's Studley masculine guy dr brooks there
2: we go i I play the hardest character in the world me yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. all right (laughs) um i'm gonna stop sharing but i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep looking at it uh candace white light any final thoughts we had a little bit of a contentious discussion tonight but not really any final thoughts for everybody before we head into the rest of our weekend
3: well, I just have some uh requests please uh come visit my social media. I have um two things that I am sort of putting out there for one, and one of them is a facebook page called one o Sabin, and the oh, other is um telegram and that's uh, also one o seven uh so and then I have frequency of the earth which uh frequency is is we're quite lit up right now and uh I've seen over the last four days uh, some very big spikes, one up to 84 hertz, and that basically is coming in from our solar orb. Uh, we're picking up in terms of our uh, potential for getting into the higher KP uh, range, and we are feeling effects down here on that. So um, we have um, another incident that uh, needs to be talked about at some point, but... Um, um, you know, the films that are coming out, there's, uh, a couple that are in the queue, uh, for the future. And, um, that is on the heels of 2000 mules. And then, um, J six, the, uh, seven deadly sins of January 6th. And that is, uh, Wano Sabin's new film, bloody hill. And I just put a link for it. So come over to my rumble channel, which is, um, uh, uh, Gypsy Spirit, and uh, then I have a whole list of good programs, not only from Juan but also from uh, other, you know, folks that have done work um, on McAfee and then on, um, you know, just a a generalized download for things that patriots are interested in. Um, Try to stay frosty and uh, don't get too upset by what's going to go on because it's all uh, sort of been pre planned, um, you know, and that's a hard one to say, but also give some hope to your uh, friends and, and co workers about the, um, the VAX because we do have waiting in the wings an entire technology that has to do with uh, ultrasound that is going to be able to take um, the graphene complex out of your bloodstream because. This is really what's killing people right now, unfortunately. And then we also have to be very wise about the shed, because this is actually probably more prevalent than people want to know. There's a rise in uh, shingles, and there's also a rise in um, bronchial problems. And those, yeah. a lot of times, are based on the, sh- the shedding of the yeah. vaccine.
1: Interesting. I bet that's what happened. Somebody shed it on me in Roswell, probably.
3: Well, you're in such close proximity as far as an aircraft that you can hardly, you know, avoid it. Um, And that is really, there's four ways that you can get the shed. Um, One of them is is through breathing it. The other is in your food supply by eating it. And then there's another way that you can get it, which is, um, um, you know, sort of a backdoor sort of thing. But it happens to people that have, you know boyfriends and girlfriends and all of that, because uh, you can share the bodily fluid thing. And that also may lead to immunocompromised uh, situations. So the big thing, like Brooks knows, is uh, to keep your immune system high. And um, there are several things that I've recommended. And I write about it on Frequency of the Earth ever so often. And, and, uh, you know, then
1: do check out the cbd gurus they have some good immune boosting products too check that out uh, you know you never know you might find something that really works good that you want to share too so don't don't forget that
3: that's so, right yeah ah. we're, we all have our own things that we you know can can deal with and getting to know your body better and making sure that you know that you don't aren't taking big pharma's um poison uh that's a tough one and i do know that a lot of folks out there don't have many choices but We are going to see some major changes in the way that uh, our medical system is dealt with. We have a new set of people coming in that are going to be creating MASH units, and they're going to be at every clinic throughout the country. They're going to have the uh, systems set up so that you can go in and uh, get cleared with the ultrasound, and then they're also going to have healing modalities that are not quite like med beds, but they're close. And I myself have got some knowledge of that, that I'll be letting out over the next month. And, uh, you know, it's really important to, uh, to really uh, look into things deeply, to be dis- discerning and to make sure that what you're reading is not stuff that is going to take you down a path or even a rabbit hole that is uncomfortable. Uh, talk to God on a regular basis and get some guidance and pray. So, um, you know, those are my words of wisdom.
1: Good, good words of wisdom. Um, Don't forget, mikebearer.blogspot.com. I'm going to tell you right now, Real News Live on Rumble, Telegram is mikebearer33. Instagram is mikebearer333. And on Twitter, I am at Silas Benjamin 33 for the moment until I get banned off Twitter again. Um, if you have boys between 10 and 18 years old, make them watch Rocky four, and make them watch the original Star Trek series, especially seasons one and two, and model their, themselves after this guy, Crook, after this guy, Captain Crook. In fact, I'm going to make a commitment that at some point uh, before Monday's show with Jen, I am going to list you the top 25 or so Star Trek, the original series episodes. That's the only one you should watch in the order in which you should watch them. <laughs> educate All right. where No Man Has Gone Before is the first one, The Carbamite Maneuver is the second one. Anyway, watch this show, make your kids watch the show, especially the boys. Make them understand why Captain Kirk is a hero, because that is the one thing we've established today. Captain Kirk is a hero. MikeBerra.blogspot.com, Rumble Real News Live, Telegram MikeBerra33, Instagram mikeberra 333 at SilasBenjamin33 on uh, Twitter. And if you would like to send me some love, I will accept love. I would just as soon have you go to the CBD gurus, but paypal.me slash MikeBerra and Venmo at MikeBerra dash barrett that's going to do it we're going to wrap the show up we're going to start the new schedule next week monday wednesday friday with jen wednesday night with the original mark z and we will be on here the four of us next friday i'm going to remind everybody friday night frolics we're going to do this show on fridays for a while (laughs) tv's blake wally candace white light dr brooks agnew in north carolina love you guys thanks for being here we'll be back on friday for another great show everybody have a wonderful rest of your weekend and watch the original Star Trek. Watch it. Yeah, I yeah,
0: knew you. Go. <laughs>